You have queued up The Roulette Tapes, a program of adventurous music and conversation recorded at the New York City Concert Hall, Roulette. You can hear thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's past and present and find news of upcoming events celebrating innovation and imagination at roulette.org. Aren't you curious? Welcome to this edition of The Roulette Tapes, the Roulette Intermedium Podcast. I'm Susan James. I'll be your host for this edition. Today we focus our listening time on Haitian-born sound artist Val Janti, also known as Val Inc., an electronic music composer and improviser whose work has been presented here at Roulette, as well as such venues as the Whitney Museum, Brooklyn Academy of Music, and several festivals in Europe. She joined us in the studios of Brick Arts Media in Brooklyn to talk about her work and the unique story of its roots. Hello, I'm Val Gentil. I'm an um, electronic music composer from um, IT. I work with um, different mediums, uh, mostly electronic, but also uh, you know, organic. And what I mean by that is um, the organic part would be uh, my culture, which is the Voodoo culture. <laughs> and the electronic part would be the instruments that, I'm, that I work with, like the chord wave drum, turntables, all kinds of little ga- uh, gadgets. Um, but yeah, I'm a composer working with the spiritual element and uh, electronic element and working also with um, my culture, which is the Vodou culture. <laughs> instruments that you choose to use. We'll talk a little bit about that. Well, funny enough, I kind of feel like the instruments chose me. <laughs> but the main one that I chose, um, I think also chose me uh, at four years old, um, hearing, you know, the drums, you know, playing at the ceremonies that my family, you know, we always had the ceremonies because I come from a Vodou family. My mm-hmm. grandma was a mumbo. So these were just, you know, listening to it. But as I'm, you know, listening, you know, sometimes when you hear uh, music, because I'm sure this happens to everyone, and you're not even thinking of it, but your body starts to move. 
So it kind of takes over, you know, your physical and also your, you know, your um, consciousness. So that happened to me at four years old. And I was like, what is happening to me? Because I was sort of, you know, aware that I'm moving, but I didn't really want to move, but I'm moving. And of course, I knew it was the drums because this would happen to me every time. So I was like, okay, because it moves me, I need to go and touch it. <laughs> so that's how I got to the drums. From the drums, um, when I became a teenager, that's, this is when, you know, hip hop was like a big deal. And from for me, when I saw uh, the DJs, you know, sort of scratching back and forth, I was like, wow, those two uh, things look like uh, two congas, you know, which is what I was kind of used to, you know, back uh, back home, because we always have like a two, um, you know, a percussion, um, which what we call tumble, you know, which is, you know, like a, you know, like a djembe or like a, you know, like a conga, but they're different, you know, they're made out of like a special wood that people, first of, you have to pray before you cut the wood. After you you cut it, you pray again. <laughs> and then you have special people that work with wood that come and they um, chop it up so that they create like a family of this drum. So out of one tree, we always have like a family of a drum. So that family always has pairs. So pairs meaning high and low, high and low. So the high and lows kind of create like a, a like a language. So you can have those two to sort of, you know, uh, kind of like create, you know, like a, like also steps, if you can think of it in that way, steps that you can climb, you know, um, or structures, you know, structures that you can sort of um, sort of um, adapt, you know, your psyche to. I know that's a little too far, but <laughs> um, so when I first saw a set of um, of uh, a deck, you know, and, you know, a DJ going back and forth, I was like, wow, this is the same concept with the hands as, you know, people playing congas or, or you know, people playing tumble. Or when I played, you know, tumble, I was like, wow, it's the same sort of, you know, um, you know, action. So I was like, wow, I need to figure out what this what this is. And also in my family, you know, we stutter. And, you know, once in a while, of course, I inherited that gene, <laughs> including, you know, the artist gene as well. You know, so I don't complain too, too much. So we stutter. So when I first saw uh, someone um, scratching, you know, kind of make this sound like, which is what I sounded like when I stuttered. So I was like, wow. I need to really get into this instrument because I felt like it was actually calling me. It was saying, hey, I sound ju just like you and I move just like you, meaning, you know, playing, you know, the congas. So a good friend of mine was a DJ. This was uh, back in um, uh, high school. And um, I always, you know, try to um, go and hang out with him and say, hey, Q, his name was uh, Q. It's like, Q, can I, you know, can I just come and uh, see? I said, okay, okay, come, come. So <laughs> so I got a chance to actually start to see how the movement, and as soon as I saw the way he would go from left to right with, you know, the mixer, I said, yeah, it's just like the congas. It's exactly the same. So I was able to pick it up and started to uh, transcribe the language that I had from the congas, which is into the scratching. And that's pretty much um, those kind of instruments that I'm, you know, working with. And um, then I started to expand it, you know, a little bit further by using um, electronic um, you know, percussions because I felt like this language, what I wanted to, what the, not just me, what the spirit wanted to ex express you know, and this is the way we um, approach, you know, a song. We're not writing the song. We're just the vessel and we're allowing the song to become, you know, and we're lucky enough to participate sometimes. 
Um, so I started to think of it like, wow, okay, um, two, two congas. What can I? How can I stretch that? Make it twenty. So I got into um, sampling. Um, a good friend of mine, also uh, Masa, at the time had a. This is a long time ago. This is when the first MPC uh, 2000 came out, and he he had all the pads, and he was. I was like, wow, what is this? You know, and I just saw like you know, was it eight pads, but th- these eight pads were creating this world. So I was like, what, Masa? What is this? He said, oh yeah, that's the MPC. It's a sampler. So I went and got me a sampler. <laughs> And I went and um, started to get into, um, you know, sampling these different sounds, you know, that I would sort of like hear, um, but I didn't know how to express these these sounds. So that's pretty much how I started to expand the whole, you know, instrumentation from tambu, conga, to DJing, to samplers, drum machines, and uh, effects pedals, and, and so on. <laughs> about that element of spirituality in your work. As we were talking about before off mic, talking about seeing it as possibly a prayer language, what term would you use? Oh, well, for, 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 for what I do, it's all prayer. And I also look at music as, you know, sort of a prayer um, because it's part of an expression. Um, but for, you know, what I do specifically, it's always, you know, a prayer. It's always, always a prayer. Uh, Vodou, 
the 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 vodou culture um every anytime you hear someone singing they're singing about a prayer they're actually uh, singing a, a a prayer which you can also uh, kind of like uh, speak out but the singing because it has it's you know tapping into certain fre- uh, frequencies um they usually sing the prayer so that you can so, sort of get into this natural state that we can access through sound about some of the collaborations that you have done some of the ones that you've enjoyed the most oh wow there's been so many um let me see the, the most recent has have have been um with terry terry lynn carrington and chris davis uh there's a new record uh diatom uh ribbons it's amazing there's a lot of you know um great you know, musicians i'm just so lucky to even be in that room <laughs> um the other one is uh, a dual project that I have with a, a good friend called Ravish Momin, and that project is called Turning Jewels Into Water, where we totally experiment and go like two mad scientists just trying to express the ecological you know, issues of, you know, of what's happening right now. Um, uh, let me see. The one that is the most memorable to me is probably working with Jerry Allen, you know, um, you know, recording her record, uh, the Zodiac Suite. Uh, that's uh, Ma- Mary Lou Williams' work. Actually, her introducing uh, introducing me to uh, Ma- Mary Lou's work alone was mind blowing. I'm still recovering from it because <laughs> Mary Lou is just oh a beast. Um, so yeah, that I think was some of the most memorable. Yeah, you know, working yeah with Jerry um, uh, Jerry Allen definitely. Mm-hmm.
little bit about what we can expect to see from you at Roulette. Yes, Roulette that's coming November 22nd and um, it's a ritual merging. And same thing that I'm talking about now, you know, to just trying to, you know, create a space where uh, folks can experience what that is to be in the spiritual you know, realm um, outside of like um, outside of thinking of a DJ as or you know a turntable as just a club you know environment. You know what I try to do in the, in my work and just you know in this work in particular, but just you know in general is to create a space where um, you can actually access you know that spiritual realm. So I have um, a great friend and um, great artist, uh, Marie Chascat, who is working you know with me. So. I also I always feel like you know the body expresses that you know ex- that spiritual thing that you know we can't explain you know and that's the same you know feeling that I that I got when I was very very young and it just kind of pulled me you know I feel like we all have that we don't know how to ex- ex- explain it but it it just happens you know to us so I feel like um, I'm working with dancers actually I can express that in a in a certain way so Marisha Scott she's gonna be painting my dancers I have four dancers I'm trying to get five dancers in that space um, so the audience will be in this in the space with the dancers and, and the dancers will be you know moving you know around them and they will be um, you know working with um, the spiritual aspect that's gonna be happening for that day which is like a total merging of Vodouism, Hinduism, and also B- Buddhism, which I study all three. Um, I mean, of course, I'm you know fortunate to be Haitian, so you know Vodou, I got that down. <laughs> Hinduism, I'm still studying, and uh, Buddhism, I I really, really been you know, really been on a good path, you know, with that. And I feel like they have s- such um, similarities that we've never even explored. So it's gonna be a space where folks can explore these three and you know also other 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 forms of aspects of, of spirituality too you know i don't think it's just these three because sometimes i bring in aspects of um like ancient greek greece um stuff because it's connected to, it's very much to the vodou you know pentium like we have a whole pentium so it's yeah it's very interesting how all these things you know connect um so yeah you know i'm gonna be um also working with these sounds as well so sounds from the voodoo culture the hindu culture the buddhism culture um and other you know sounds that i feel like are part of this uh galaxy maybe not this planet but this galaxy (laughs) so well um, yeah we're gonna try to just um create that space um and it's all gonna be improvised even the dancers so they have no direction which you know i feel like creates a certain like in the moment, because you're forced to be in in that moment. There's no okay, one and two and three. Now I'm gonna do this. You know, it's like for me, I always feel like, what happens if you're not thinking about what you're gonna do? What can happen? You know, can you can we access a certain um, spiritual part of ourselves that it has no um, it has no instruction, has no conditioning, has no um, you know, there's no start button for that. You know. You have to kind of like let go, you know, so that's what, you know, we're going to try to what well, we're going to to create, not try. You know, that's what we're going to um, create in that space so that um, we can experience this live. Yeah.
talk about improvisation it just sounds like you have such a firm grounding in that and that you really trust your belly when it comes to that would you say so yes 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 I definitely trust um the channel that I'm open to yes you know and I definitely feel like it's not me it's definitely not me if it was me it would be a mess (laughs) but it's it is a thing where you have to like surrender to your higher self, to you know the 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 you know the universe, because I feel like the universe can express itself through us if we just take you know the human side and just go to the side just a little bit and just you know like allow ourselves to be open. Yeah, so I'm gonna try to also um, create you know a vortex for that space, so folks can feel you know like they can travel through a certain type of um, and sound can you know create vortexes. So that's that's the whole. Um, you know, objective. <laughs> wow. Valjanti, Val Inc., thank you so much for being a guest here at the Roulette Tapes. We look forward to hearing more of your work at Roulette. And for more information about Valjanti and all of the artists featured at Roulette, you can go to our website, roulette.org. Valjanti, thank you very much. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you. Hi, Bobo. Merci. <laughs>
The Roulette Tapes is a production of Roulette Intermedium. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts. Our executive producer is David Weinstein, co-producer is Susan James, and this episode of The Roulette Tapes was recorded and edited in the studios of Brick in Brooklyn, New York. You have been listening to The Roulette Tapes, a program of adventurous music and conversation. This series is produced by Roulette Intermedium. You can find thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's archives and news of upcoming events at roulette.org.